You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. Write them down. It's like a like a personal contract with ourselves. Welcome in. The only show in America that actually is dumb enough to put stats next to our predictions. This is Write That Down on Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want those Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I feel like... A lot of people are split with how the Vikings should proceed here this offseason. I, I, no. I don't know that we've ever been more split with what people think about the quarterback, what people think about the head coach, uh, even like the front office general manager. I mean, Quasey takes more heat than pretty much any party that I just mentioned. But don't don't you guys feel like we're pretty split right now in Vikingsville? Well, I think there's always been a, a, a split on Cousins, so I don't think that that's new. I do think yeah. that uh, I, I think it's always an interesting period for the GM and coach whenever the honeymoon ends, and it feels like it's come to an abrupt end. So there's definitely a split there. I, you know, Kirk is always Purple Daily Nation has long been fractured by QBs long before Kirk and Kirk especially. Yeah. So I don't think that's changed, but I definitely think that there was, you know, I mean, you win 13 games. It's pretty, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah, O'Connell's great, and Quasi must have done a lot of good, good things. All Lewis Seen, oh, we can ignore that. And then you miss the playoffs. It's like Lewis Seen, Andrew Booth. What was O'Connell doing? So, yes, I do think that we are far more split, and that just comes down to patience. Like, what's your patience? You mean for One the next more few months, year? or what do you? Or no, what do you no. I mean for for what happens next season. Now, like if they have another disappointing season, there will be we'll go from sort of being split to a lot of people being convinced that that you well, have to make a change. And that's where like it needs to feel like you're building something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my biggest frustration with the Vikings lately is it's it has felt like basically since 2017 18. It, from 2014 through 2017, it felt like the Vikings were building something, and they were building something, and it culminated in the peak point for that era anyways, an NFC Championship game. And then they were going to try and keep building. Okay, we're going to – okay, our last step is we're going to take this quarterback out. Thank you, Case Keenan. We're going to bring in Kirk Cousins and keep building. And they plateaued and started coming down the mountain. They never fully got to the other side of the mountain, like the, the bottom end of it. And so, okay, we're going to, now we're going to change coaches and change front office. And it's like, uh, it's, it's just felt like this, this tugging of a rock up a hill or a plateau across a plateau for about six years now. That's my biggest pet peeve. No, I agree with that. And the the thing too, is that there's always, there seems to be, um, if there's a common denom- denominator with the Wilfs, it seems to be this. If we only get the right QB, we're going to win instantaneously, right? Like Childress. 2008, you make the playoffs. T-Jack starting, you get bounced by 
Philadelphia, and then you basically do whatever you can to bring in Brett Favre, and you got the sugar high, baby, sugar high of all time, 2009. You took yep. the Packers quarterback to the NFC title game, and I feel like the Wilfs got sort of skewed then. It's like, okay, that's the key, because 2018 was sort of the same thing. Like like the expectation, if you pump the Wilfs full of truth serum right now, they would never say, well, in 2018, we signed Kirk, but we were hoping six or seven years after that, we'd win a Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, I think that there's a definite impatience, but that yeah. comes from them as well. And that's where I'm curious if you have another disappointing season with a coach and GM on right now, four year contracts in which they'll be going into their third year. What's the appetite then to continue that cycle? Well, maybe some of us can make some predictions about some of these things here, which is what we do every single Wednesday on write that down. And here's how it works. Three Vikings or football related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate, like our guy Jeff is about to, you can send us a message. Send it to Declan specifically through the Score North app, and we will get you scheduled for some time in the coming weeks here. Uh, let's get to the first accountabilities here. Judd, we'll start with you. You said the Rams would beat the Lions. But you said the Bucks would beat the Eagles. Nice job. Thanks. Okay. All right. I said I had a super wild card weekend, six game parlay that looked pretty good for a minute, I thought. And then it didn't. So I Ooh. said Chiefs. Ooh. I said Texans, Ooh. Chiefs, Bills, Cowboys, Rams, <laughs> Eagles would all win their games. I said the Rams would beat the Lions and Jared Goff would turn the ball over at least twice. Goff was good in that game. That must feel really good if you're Goff, man. That team cast you aside. You weren't good enough. And they were right, by the way, because Matthew Stafford came in yeah. and they won the Super Bowl. But Rams for your own theirs. purposes, it felt, it felt good. Yeah, the Rams got theirs. The Lions kind of got theirs by just getting back to being relevant for the first time in 30 years. But yep. Uh, listeners actually had nothing come off the board after having four pages of things come wow. off the board last week. Hmm. Declan had three things come off the Day. board. Yeah. Said the Browns would beat the Texans. Every road playoff team in the NFC would win. And the Chiefs would be a one and done team in the playoffs. Ooh. Woof. Yikes. So not a great week for most of us here. Uh, I still lead the completion percentage battle with less than one month to go until the end of the write that down season, which is the Super Bowl. 36.7%. Judd, you're at 35.5. Declan, 34.5. Listeners at 21%. Declan leads the touchdown race with 13 tuds. Judd and I each have 11. Listeners with nine. All time. Declan and Judd tied for the oh, career wow, completion percentage lead. Yes, it finally happened. It finally caught up. Yeah, Judd caught Dex. I'm at 33 and a half lurking listeners at 22 and a half. I have an eight touchdown lead in the all-time race with 44 Declan listeners with 36 Judd with 29. So those are the stats. Those are the accountabilities for the week. Let's get Jeff in here. Noted Christian Ponder fan Jeff here, but that's a pristine looking clean Christian Ponder Jersey. You're rocking. Uh, his, um, last year at Florida state was actually my first year at Florida state. Um, so I actually saw him in the hallway once, <laughs> uh, there's a, 
a lot of people walking by and I was like, what's going on? I look over and I see, I see Christian Bonner's big face sitting there. I was like, Oh, there he is. Amazing man. Did, did, uh, it was, yeah. What was, was he like a, was he a legend on campus? What was, so you got, you went to college with Christian Ponder. What, what was that like? He he wasn't as much a legend because we kind of sucked at the time. Uh, we had, we had a lot of rough years leading up to that national championship in 2013 that, uh, Sadly, I uh, graduated right before that season, but we had a lot of rough years. Uh, but you know, Christian Ponder, he was he was the big man on campus. So I mean, if you saw him, he he was kind of a a celebrity. Why didn't you get to the Viking Scouts as a freshman at college and say, "Don't do it. Whatever you're thinking about doing, don't get off this campus now." Could have helped <laughs> us all. I could have, but uh, you know. I was very hopeful when when the Vikings drafted him. I didn't like when they drafted him was my big problem. Like mm-hmm. I I didn't I didn't mind them taking him. Like I I would have said before the draft, you know, if we get Christian Ponder, that's fine with me. But at at the pick they did, like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, that's yeah, tough, man. He um he didn't even get the second contract. Unfortunately, it's pretty pretty tough. How many first rounders don't get the second contract? But he's a good guy. Christian Ponder's a good guy nice guy wish him the best um let's get into some predictions here jeff you're going to be first out of the gate then over to judd declan back to me we'll make three trips around the room if you're ready to go we're ready for your first prediction my friend write this down all right so my first prediction is going to be kicked down a couple years uh but um so write this down for uh counting this past season for the first time since uh the since the expansion years, we will lose at least three straight losing seasons. Wow. So this is the first one. So you're saying losing season 24, losing season 25. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm i not very hopeful for the future. I, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to lose, have three straight losing seasons. I think it could be good. But um, I do not trust this front office at the moment. So I'm not too, uh, too happy about where we're headed. Um, but I'll leave that for my next prediction. It's going to be a good one too. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, if that happens, I think Judd, if they go another losing season and then another losing season, we're looking at another coach and GM combo, right? There's almost no way you, yeah. you could escape that. And uh, you know, I'm not going to be totally shocked if, uh, and I think we talked about this a couple of days ago, if O'Connell uh, gets extended at some point in the coming months. But yeah, if if he doesn't, they're going to walk right into to unemployment. And I got to think Quazy be gone for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah. Wilfs would not take kindly to three consecutive losing seasons. No, I don't think so. Write it down. Right, you like writing things down. You're up next. Okay. Dallas Cowboys coach. Mike McCarthy will part ways with the team within the next month. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a little bit of time. I'm gonna take I'm gonna walk this right up till the end of the write that down campaign. Um, it's been very quiet from Cowboys uh, camp so far. We haven't heard a thing. At loss though, I mean it's not just that you lost. You got your ass kicked at home. Dak fell apart. Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. I'm not. I'm not going to say fired because let's say he gets pissed off and quits before 
Jerry can fire him. So part ways, Declan, is very important. It's going to be amazing, man. Like Bill Belichick is going to wind up, he's going to wind up leveraging himself into more money and a, yeah. just a much better situation than the one that he created himself, by the way, because he ran the Patriots. <laughs> so but he's going to have... So I'm sure, too, because you said right up to the right that down season. Do you mean well, by with, the Super Bowl then? Within the next month. Um, so that's, yes, just... just you're, By the right. end of the write that down season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Super Bowl is fine. I'm just, I'm trying to give this, I think it's going to percolate, but I also think. That yeah, it you want it to like breathe a, and percolate. Like, and it could be a yeah. news dump thing. Like I could see this on a Friday at like eight o'clock at night. The scroll comes across something like that. Jerry Jones fires Mike McCarthy's ass. Down. All right, Dex. All right. First one for me, I'll make a couple uh divisional record or divisional uh, weekend predictions. Starting with this one, the Lions beat the Buccaneers and they will cover. The six and a half Lions are six and a half point favorites at home against Tampa Bay. So the Lions beat Tampa and they will cover the six and a half points. So kind of a decisive victory for the, mm-hmm. the Lions. Write this down. So. All right. Um, okay. I think, I think Judd's probably right about McCarthy and Dallas, but I'm going to go over to the other train wreck NFC East debacle. Nick Sirianni will no longer be the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles when we reach the end of the write that down season. So I'll, I'll give it some time to breathe too. There, there's going to be some back channel conversations happening here, right? There might even be some coordinators that are left in the playoffs right now. Belichick's going to take his time. Jim Harbaugh has now done. Jim Harbaugh has talked to the Falcons and the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick is, uh, is a horse's ass, which hurts him. Like it's no one's going to shed a tear for him. Yeah, he kind of brought it on himself after he did. that That's one win. Staring at the camera that, thing, yeah. this be, become a meme now with the, I think it was a Fox overhead camera. He's just a horse's ass. Yeah, he needs to calm down. Write this down. Okay, back to Jeff and his Christian Bonner jersey. So write this down. The Vikings will trade back into the bottom five picks in the first round. So oh. between oh, 28 wait. and 32. You mean they'll trade down or trade back in they're trading down wow so they're going to move down from 11 all the way down to one of the last five picks in the first round yeah this is how i see it happening i see kevin o'connell's going to go to crazy and he's going to be like you know i have this quarterback in mind it's it's Drake May or or it's or it's Shaden Daniels and i want to trade up into the top 5 and crazy's going to look at him and be like look I hear what you're saying, and I like that idea, but how about this? How about we just... This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Trade back, get a bunch of third round picks. We're never gonna we're never gonna put on the field, <laughs> and and we just and we go that way instead. <laughs> Man, if that I happens just like, again, I would just like to clear up one thing. It's Jeff saying this, not Judd. So if anyone gets our, I've been called Jeff a lot because it's it's an odd name that I possess. But I just want to make this clear: the negativity is coming from Jeff today. Not me. I'm Mr. Sunshine compared to you. 
Dude, I think like the biggest buzzkill would be like the two hours we all have to wait at the draft party too yeah. and just sit there like idiots. Oh my god. Amazing. Like this, yeah. Imagine. It's gonna be two years ago all over again when they go back oh, to thirty-two. Stop. I don't all right, want this. Judd, what's your second prediction? Okay, my second prediction is a quarterback-related prediction of the upcoming draft class, uh, and it's this. Drake May will have a better passer rating in 2024 than Caleb Williams. Oh. I was thinking how to quantify something, yeah. you know? And I think Caleb, I mean, he's. I think he's got a ton of talent. I think he's sort of an odd duck, though. I don't know what's going to be simple immediately. Um, I think Drake May is might be more prepared just to enter the league and play. So I'm going to say Drake may well have a better passer rating than Caleb Williams in the 2024 NFL season. Okay. All right. Write this down. Dexter. All right. Next one for me. I'm not going to say they're going to for sure win, but I do think they can cover. <laughs> Write this down. The Packers will cover the nine and a half point spread against the Niners. That is so high. Nine and a half. The yeah. Niners are favorites by. I think the Packers will keep this interesting. After especially that ass kicking they put on Dallas, I think they keep it interesting. San Francisco, I'm leaning, still wins that game. But nine and a half is an awfully high spread. So I think the Packers can cover that nine and a half. Write it down. All right, I'm going to go in a, a a different direction. Write this down. And loop it into a three-game parlay here. All right. I'm going to try. And, I'm looking. I need a tud here. Two touchdowns behind Declan with only a month to go. So let's do it this way. Ravens and Niners both win by double digits. Okay. And Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills finally get over the hump against the Chiefs. Chiefs. It's the first road playoff game in the Patrick Mahomes era, which is crazy because they're like insane. Like in a they're like in a dynasty and they've never played a road playoff game with Patrick Mahomes. But um, this kind of feels like the Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady early 2000s. Uh-huh. And, and those games were always being played, it felt like, at Foxborough. And then finally Peyton Manning got one indoors on the track. What was it, 2006 or whatever it was. And they, uh, they finally got over the hump and, and beat the Patriots. So I, don't, I don't know that the Chiefs are going to be worse going forward unless Andy Reid retires. So this is the year to get them if you are the Bills. So I'm going to I'm going to loop them into my three game parlay. Okay, make Write it happen. All right, we're back to uh, to Jeff here for his third and final prediction. So for my last prediction, um, I I'm going for a touchdown here. I, I it's definitely a three parts parlay. Um, I've got the Bills winning this week. I've got the Ravens winning. Uh, this week as well. And I've got the Bills going to the Super Bowl after the AFC Championship game. Wow. So so Bills beating Ravens in the AFC title game. Isn't it crazy? The the Bills were like the 11 or 12 seed a month and a half ago. Six and six. I, I think... I think that's why uh, the reason why I'm picking the Bills is because it, it's the complete opposite of what they usually do. It's like they usually start out hot and then they kind of fade away near the back of the season, and then they fall apart in the AFC title game or something. But this mm-hmm. year, it's like, it's it's just the inverse. It's like they started out slow. Stephon Diggs was having all these troubles, and then it's like, oh well, now we get it, and now they're, and they actually have a running game. Like they don't have a run. They've never had a running game. 
They, I'll tell you this: if the yeah. Bills finally break through and they and they win the Super Bowl for the first time, they better send a nice, sizable gift basket to Ty Dunn, the author of that hit that piece yeah. on Sean McDermott. It's like 25 sources just trashing Sean McDermott and the the 9-11 speech gone sideways. And instead of it kind of blowing up the franchise, uh, no pun intended, it brought everyone together. Everyone got on the same page and they said, no, we're going to rally for this guy. So we'll see. So anyways, Jeff, great stuff here, man. Christian Ponder jersey got the the young bucks. Just negative as can be. <laughs> I, I was trying. I kept, when I decided to come on here, I was like, "I'm not going to be negative. I'm not going to be negative." And then it's like, "There's nothing else to be at this point." Like you kind of yeah. have to be. Right? That's okay. You're not. Yeah, you're. Some don't people let, can't don't help let it. Let I can tell, tell you, you from firsthand experience. I want to. I want to come on here. Like, We're winning the Super Bowl, but it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you're a bad fan, Jeff. But that's okay. You know, you're criticizing your team. <laughs> Hey, since you've got this life-changing platform right now on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that helped you get to this moment? Nope. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my my gra- my grandma, uh, she died she died last last year right before I went to my first Vikings home game. Um, she died uh, like maybe two weeks before, and uh, so I'd like to thank uh, her up in heaven. But uh, other than that. Nope, I got no Vikings fans in this in this life. So self-made man, a self-made a self-made oh, man. Jeff. Shout out to Grandma, that's nice. And Grandma, I, and Grandma. Yeah. I've been shout I've been Vikings fan since '96, and uh, and uh, it's it's been a rough life. It's been a rough life. Well, Jeff, we appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, great job here, and, and and if you ever need Vikings therapy, you know where where to find us. We've got you back. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. There he is, guest listener predictor, Jeff, in the house. Just jaded. <laughs> oh, my God. It's jaded. funny. Like when, usually it's the older guys that come on, and they're yeah. jaded. You know, I've been around. I saw four I Super Bowl know. losses. I'm older than you, Judd. Yep. Yeah. No, no, Jeff comes from the, the modern era of jaded fans. Uh, hey, before we make our final predictions and do a playoff quarterback cesspool challenge, Judd, tell the audience how they can lose weight. Uh, this January, it's it's a fresh start to the new year. Yep, yep. Uh, they they can drop weight like Sports Dad did. In fact, a couple of years ago, dropped forty pounds thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. They're gonna help you do the exact same thing as Phil said. New year, new you. You know what? Spring is not that far away. And how would you, by the time spring arrives, like to fit into all of those clothes that don't fit fit now? Perhaps the holidays was tough on the waistline. That happens, right? Well, you can drop weight, and here's the best part. They're also not going to just help you drop that weight. They're going to help you keep that weight off. They are also now offering breakthrough weight loss medication options. And have I got a deal for you. If you join Livia now, your first three months are free. That's right. You are going to go into spring, first three months for free, down weight, keep it off, and get a heck of a deal. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. That is where your weight loss journey starts and the new you begins. Uh, Also, a shout-out to Federated Mutual Insurance Company here. Uh, Just a great, great uh, partner for your business if you're looking to maximize your business's success in 2024. Federated has over 100 years of experience in helping business owners. It's all about risk management. 
If you go to their website, federatedinsurance.com, you can find out more about their history and more about what they bring to your business and the industries that they specialize in, especially if you're a next generation business owner or business leader, they would love to connect with you and help you out. Go to federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd, your third and final prediction. All right. Um, a parlay for you from the 49ers Packers game. The Green Bay Packers will lose to the 49ers on Sunday. And by the time we reconvene for this segment next week, Joe Barry will have been fired or let go as the Packers defensive coordinator. So they're going to lose the game. And then within the week, probably I've had, I had to guess off the record 48 to 72 hours after the fact, they'll get back to green Bay. They'll meet with some folks and then they will tell Joe Barry, your services no longer required a 1265 Lombardi Ave. You're fired. Yeah, Pack, remember, remember Packer fans like a month oh, and a half ago were ready to burn the whole franchise down, and Joe Barry was like the figurehead for all that. We yeah. have not checked in because we haven't had to do Packers vent line in a while, so we haven't really checked in with our our friends in quite some time. But, how much do yeah. you guys? How how much? And they do deserve credit. How much do you credit the Packers for the Cowboys game, and how much do you put on the Cowboys for absolutely epically just choking? Boy. I would say very large percentage to Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love for just working together. Matt LaFleur, I think he's proven now post Aaron Rodgers, he can coach. Like he has coached up Jordan Love. Aaron Jones was great in that game too. Great mm-hmm. as a runner. Uh, he picked up a couple huge blitzes. He picked up Micah Parsons on one of the big like 40-yard pass plays. So there was a lot of good things that the Packers did, but you can't deny... 30 years of Cowboys anxiety in the playoffs, ineptitude, the Dak Prescott deer in the headlights. We talk about Eli Manning face. There's got to be like a Dak face too. And he yeah, like throws an interception or a pick six or something. So yeah. it's, I would say 75% Packers and then 25% 30 years of Fair. Cowboys crapping in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, remember though, this was like a month ago that this happened. Aaron Nagler on cheesehead TV. Four man rush. Baker over the middle, oh, wide open. Hey, first down. F*** this defense. God, you get it behind the sticks every time, and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Would you like to be at first down again? Here you go. Soft ass every f***ing week. Hey. What's the point? Just let them score. Garbage. Every god week. I'm so sick of it. And now look at them. They're in the divisional <laughs> round, smoking the cowboy. I just watched Corey the whole time. I love uh, the. Uh, 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 <laughs> he had uh, Nagler posted a incredible video on his Twitter <laughs> of the song celebration of him doing a little jig dance like the whole time when they beat the Cowboys. It's great. It is absolutely great. I'm sick of this. God, I'm so sick of this. Amazing. Oh, God. All right, Dex, okay. your final friend. Write it down. All right, you final like one for me. I'll push one out to the draft. Write this down. The Vikings will execute a trade in this year's draft before the draft begins. Ooh. So end date by that first pick on the board. So they will make a trade. <laughs> At some point between now and the start of the draft, write it down. 
<laughs> Off the record, they're moving up then, right? Yeah, I, I, that would be my my philosophy. Here they, they trade back up. 20 slots yeah. before they the, get out of the first the round draft. entirely. <laughs> but we racked up five extra day three picks. Yep. So yeah, we're great, in the guys. seventh. We're, we own the seventh round. Okay, I'm going to push one out into the future too here. Write it down. You like writing things down. Chris Sims comes out with his annual quarterback rate rankings every year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always a big deal. They unveil like five new slots every Genius. single week, and he drags it out over like a month and a half. Yep. I'm going to say Chris Sims is going to rank C.J. Stroud somewhere in his top eight mm. going into going into his second year. So, and by the way, when you look right now at the top. 10-ish, you know, there's there's clearly s- spots at that table already reserved for Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and then you've got, like, Joe Burrow, I know coming off an injury, but he's constantly up in the top five. Right. Trevor Lawrence, before the high ankle sprain, was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. So there's a few guys that are just, like, at the table almost 100%. And Jalen Hurts was for sure up in the top five or six until this last season. Yeah, he'll you know, he'll fall. Jordan Love, Herbert. Be. What what do you do with Herbert? He kind of yeah. you know, but it's an, he'll get a new coach and maybe some young weapons. So I just think with all the with all the fluctuations happening here, you're going to see Chris Sims put C.J. Stroud in the top eight. That dude can play. He also had uh, what Kellen Mond ahead of Justin Fields in that first ranking yeah. too in 2021. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. He always pulls a couple like really is like, oh my God, he he did what? He'll do that again. So there you go. Those are the write that down predictions. The write it down. You like writing things accountability down. session. It's time now for the quarterback cesspool challenge, gentlemen. Playoff edition here. A weekly celebration of bad quarterback play in the National Football League. So our goal each week is to hunt for the worst quarterbacks. And during the regular season, these are the regular season rules that we have up on the YouTube channel. Uh, it was like an eliminator pool where you could only pick one quarterback once per season. If you burned Zach Wilson in week two, you can't use him the rest of the year. Now that we're into the playoffs, and this is just thanks to some great suggestions by listeners here, we're going to do best average QBR, or I guess technically the worst average QBR Whoever is is first and second among the three of us in worst QBR average between the first three rounds of the playoffs will square off in the Super Bowl, and you can pick repeat quarterbacks because obviously the pool of options is dwindling. So last week, as I uh, toggle over here, Judd Zolgad got off to a nice little start, correctly identifying Tua all weather in the frigid temperatures. Mm-hmm. As the worst, he, he was indeed the worst quarterback in the wild card round with a 15.8 QBR, and you nailed him, Judd. So, congratulations. Throws him out. I picked Mason Rudolph, who wasn't a train wreck, but he had a 41.5 QBR, just edging Declan's Baker Mayfield, who had a 42.7 QBR. So, all of us picked below average quarterbacks because it's a 1 to 100 scale. But uh, Judd with a nice little lead after the first round of the playoffs. Pretty good. You could probably just like coast your way here, but we're not going to let you cheat and pick like a backup quarterback and get the automatic 50. 
I, you know, You're going to have to pick an actual quarterback. That didn't even occur to me, Phil, until you said that didn't even occur to me. I just no, want to make I, it clear. You can't no, cheat and go through a loophole here. Uh, do, I, do I strike you guys as the type of guy that would come in here and game the system and try to cheat? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and by the way, on the season, the regular season, Declan dominated. He had nine wins in the regular season uh, to Judd's five to my three with a 34.5 average QBR. So, but based on last week's standings, Oof. Declan gets the first pick, I get the second pick, and Judd gets the third pick. And again, this is the second of a three-round average, and whoever is the worst of us is going to be out leading into the Super Bowl, and then we'll have a head-to-head matchup. So, Declan? All right, so a lot, lot of options here, and I, I could repeat with Baker. Like, I think that's my safe bet. But, like, the Lions' defense isn't great either. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't feel good about choosing Baker again. And, like, you know, for, if, if you guaranteed me 42-7, and 42.7 again, like, I guess I, I'd take it. But take I'm going to go in a different route. And this actually, I feel like, might shock you, especially with the number one pick. But I don't think this guy also is going to be asked to do a lot in the win. So write this down for the quarterback cesspool <laughs> challenge, I guess. I got a little confused there. No, you're good. It's been a, I've, I've been no on the show with you guys you in five days. You're now. Sick. I'm, I'm, I've been throwing up. My, I had an ice pack on my abdomen. There's a lot of ailments going on. Uh, I'm going to take, with maybe a bit of a surprise here, Brock Purdy. Oh, whoa. Whoa. I am. I'm, I, I'm a little bit surprised. Not wow, sure, dude. I'm a little surprised, yeah. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go off the cusp here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Brock Purdy uh, because I don't think he's going to be asked to do a whole lot. And also... I could see bright lights getting a little too bright for Brock Purdy here, too. So I am going to throw you guys a curveball here. I'm going to take Brock Purdy. To illustrate how bold this is, Brock Purdy had the number one season-long QBR in the entire league. It was Brock Mm -hmm. Purdy number one at Mm 72.7, Dak Prescott 72.6, then Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, and Kirk Cousins was seventh. It's a different ballgame. It's playoff football. That's what Declan's breaking on. The wow, lights are you, brighter. I'm flustered here because I kind of thought at least I have three <laughs> options written down and he was not one of them. And right. I was kind of hoping Declan would just like take one off so I could flip a coin. But, you know, Baker, I'm kind of with Dex on the Baker thing. I'm going to pass on Baker because I, I could see him carving up a Detroit secondary in like a shootout. Here's the thing. You got two first-year starting quarterbacks going on the road playing the two best teams in the NFL. You got Jordan Love at San Francisco, and you got C.J. Stroud at Baltimore. And I'm kind of flipping a coin between the two of those guys. Yep, thought about both of them. Oh, man. They've both been playing so ridiculously the last couple of months. I think San Francisco is going to be ready. I will take Jordan Love to put up a clunker against the 49ers with, with some hesitancy, but I'll take Jordan. Love. This is, this leaves me in a little bit of a lurch here. So the Baker one might make sense for me because of where my QBR stands. Thanks to my good friend Tua. Um, my only concern is beyond the fact that the Lions secondary is really in reality garbage. My other concern is that this game's indoors. Um, the Chiefs and Bills are an interesting predicament because it's two really good quarterbacks, both playing oh, outdoors, it. and God damn knows. It. But I'm not going to do that either. Uh, it's either Baker or 
C.J. Stroud, who obviously is great, but he's going against the Baltimore team that's that kicks your ass. And another factor that maybe this helps you out, maybe I'm giving Judd the assist here. The forecast like for Baltimore right now is below freezing temperatures with 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. We're still, I mean, it's only Wednesday, so the forecast could change, but over the yeah. weekend, they're projected it's going to be windy and cold in Baltimore. How much does the ability to uh, to take off with the football help your QBR? It factors in if you mm-hmm. if you run the ball well as a no, I know, but I mean, do in. do we think it factors in in a major way, or do we think it's a smaller portion? Like like with passer, yeah, let me let me, let me rating, Google that for you here. Yeah, thank how you much? For- does maybe Phil can look that up for me. Your QBR. <laughs> maybe your, Phil can look that if, up for me. If he me. rushes for touchdowns, Judds, and he has a good rushing day, that will be good for his QBR. The big thing I have found with this, as you know, you're reigning defending a regular yeah, season you are. successful you are. No challenge guy. Bow down to you. Uh, is completion percentage, average yard for throw, and then rushing. Like if if okay. if those are three things that can really balloon the QBR, in my opinion. So here, here and obviously go. turnovers. Okay. Here are the six characteristics for building QBR, okay? Let's According to Wikipedia. Okay. Each quarterback action play is measured in terms of the expected points added. So passes, rushes, there you go, okay. sacks taken, scrambles, taken. or penalties attri- uh, attributable, attributable. Yep, attributable. To the quarterback. Yep. So that's the first of six of six characteristics there's other ones too but okay like there's a discount on garbage time for instance so if you're putting up a bunch of numbers you're those numbers are going to be not as much calculated (laughs) into the equation as if the game were close so in other words kirk's 2018 probably didn't have a great qbr because of that um i i'm sorry about that i shouldn't have taken that shot that was too simple that was unnecessary i'd like to apologize to everybody i'll go cj stroud I think that's I just the don't, right pick. Yeah. I don't trust Bay. I mean, in a dome against that Lions secondary, I don't trust that one as much. So I'll go Stroud. It's a tough one, man. Yeah, we got a bunch of bunch of young I mean, dudes it, playing. This is actually fun. It's a fun it exercise now. It's great. Because we're yes. actually going with good quarterbacks who we think might have off days. So there's your quarterback cesspool challenge. Can we just squeeze in a little mock before the end? I of the want show? a mock. Mock. <laughs> Presented by our friends over at Nutrisource, the official dog and pet food of Purple Daily and Score North. We got a bunch of pups here on the show. They all love their Nutrisource treats, their Nutrisource foods. That's the big, goofy smile that Maya Mackey gets whenever it's time for her feeding, boys. Absolutely. And then if we can see Stella, what you're going to see is, look at that look. That's not a smile. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I call judgment. And the judgment is get off your ass and get me my Nutrisource right now or Hail my man. treats. Hail and the Vinster, the Vinster looks nicer. He looks more uh, accommodating than my Stella. Yeah, Vinster had more, you know, food per ounces in his Nutrisource treats than Dex Tweets did in the last 24 hours. I, I haven't eaten a, I don't. I think I've had, a, I think I've had a couple slices of apples in the last 24 hours. That is the only thing I have eaten uh, in the last uh, 24 hours. Nutrisource, he's fed though. He's fed with his Nutrisource treats, so he's fine. Nutrisource also helps your dog's digestive situation as well, which is good. I, I can't some. tell you how many uh, Tootsie Roll poops we have gotten from Maya since starting on Nutrisource. Nutrisourcepetfoods.com to find a Chuck and Don's or a Nutrisource retailer somewhere Near you. Okay. I want a mock. Okay. From The Athletic, gentlemen, they've got a new mock out here yesterday. Dane Brugler, who's one of the more prominent mockers, right, Judd? Yeah. 
Oh, Dane's up there, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's like Mount Rushmore of mockers, no, but I think we have we taken McShay off the Mount Rushmore of mockers now. Where is he now? I don't know, he's, man. Uh, he, I saw him on was not McAfee. I saw him doing Fox. a hit with someone recently. Someone prominent. Coward? I saw it on Twitter. Okay, there. Ha- apparently, he put a mock draft out somewhere. Because there's a YouTube video from uh, Jet Central that says breaking down Todd McShay's top ten mock draft. We'll have to track down see where yeah. where Todd 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 is Todd, mocking. Todd, Todd, Todd. But this is from the Athletic. Number one, Chicago Bears take Caleb Williams. Washington. Oh gosh, there's the login screen. Hold on a second. The Ringer is where I, I've seen him. He's been on the Ringer a few times this week. Okay, oh, he's Todd doing McShay Ringer has. stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's probably friends with Bill Simmons. Let's see here. I had to log in there, you know, give give my three dollars a month to the athletic, or maybe is it one dollar a month right now? I'm not they, sure what the discount. Uh, they love their specials. God, they love their specials. <laughs> Subscribe now, Phil. Okay, Drake May number two to the Commanders, Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Patriots. It's interesting. Really, Malik Neighbors, the receiver from LSU to the Cardinals at four. Brock Bowers, tight end Georgia to the Chargers at five. So they need some young weapons because they've got. Aging receivers over there. That makes some mm. sense. Okay. Giants taking Rome Odunze, wide receiver Washington, at the sixth pick. Okay. Titans taking Joe Alt, the offensive tackle from Notre Dame. And then the Falcons taking Jaden Daniels from LSU at eight. Bears taking Dallas Turner, edge rusher Alabama, nine. Jets taking Olu Fashanu, tackle from Penn State, 10. And that puts the Vikings on the clock at 11 with three quarterbacks already off the board. And according to the athletic, the Minnesota Vikings select out of the university of California dash Los Angeles edge rusher. Liatu Latu. I want to mock. mock. The write up here real quick says over his last two seasons at UCLA, Latu accounted for 34 TFLs, 23 and a half sacks and five FFs. His first step quickness and bend football and his crafty handwork and ability to diversify his attack football separate him as a pass rusher his injury history could be an issue but this vikings regime has taken chances with those risks in the past little edge rusher Hmm. i'm good i wonder how he does with chaos yeah, is he in the face of chaos? What does he do? That's the question. Football. Does he have oily hips? Oh, JJ uh, McCarthy, 19 to the Rams, by the way. That's a really interesting one. Sit behind Matthew Stafford yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Yep. Learn from McVeigh. Yeah. Trying to see if they have any other quarterbacks here as I scroll down. Doesn't look like so. Penix would. Oh, 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 there's a second round. There's a second round. Oh, this is great. Okay. Bo Nix to the Patriots at 34. Let's get to the Vikings here. And with the 40th pick, so Vikings went edge with the 11th pick. And with the 40th pick, oh, no, sorry, 42nd pick. The Minnesota Vikings select out of Clemson. Defensive tackle, is it Rook Oro Oro? Not sure how you pronounce it, but defensive tackle guy. Is is there a height and weight on this from... uh... Yes, Dane. Yeah, let's let's hear this. It's not what it's. It doesn't sound like it's what you maybe want. Uh, oh, the, want but the Vikings man. double up on the defensive line with their two picks. 
well-built at 6'4", 295, with 34-inch arms. He's an impressive mover and offers a high ceiling after he was late to the game of football. Mm. So So they're going defense, which, I mean, you could make a justification for. But then you got to make Kirk back. Absolutely. I mean, they are, especially if Daniil leaves, like the cupboards are so bare. Um, So he did last year, the last three years at Clemson, he was a fifth-year senior. Uh, eight sacks in each of the last three seasons. And uh, I don't have the pressure numbers. I'm sorry. He had uh, eight TFLs in each of the last three seasons and then five sacks last year. So okay. we'll find out more. We can ask smarter people than us about some of these like second round defensive players that we haven't well, really dove into yet. But there you go. I love I love the thought. Some DTs be tough on the line. They do need some DTs. Just the trenches. You just got to get in the trenches and you got to dig. <laughs> Football. I don't even know what that means, but it just sounded good. It does. It does. Hey, thank you guys for spending a chunk of your Wednesday here with us on Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. If you missed it, we also have a bonus episode out where we talk about a juicy report from Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, about Russell Wilson and the Vikings. So uh, we got two episodes for you, and we'll see you tomorrow.